Trevor Halpern, the Tijuana Brass. I'm Carson Sestouli. This is Fangraphs Audio. My guest on this edition of Fangraphs Audio is a AAA player, a minor league prospect in the Washington National System. I caught up with him at Pawtucket's McCoy Stadium, uh, where his Syracuse Chiefs were uh, Syracuse Chiefs were playing the uh, Pawtucket Red Sox in an international league game. His name is Zach Walters. One will find uh, if he or she inspects the home run leaderboards for all of the minor leagues, uh, for all the minor leagues, uh, <clears throat> essentially what one sees in this case uh, is a group of first basemen, uh, some of them of prospect age, some of them less so. A couple of non-first base prospects like uh, Miguel Sano, Javier Baez, Michael Franco, um, what at this point might be considered elite prospects. And then we find Zach Walters. Zach Walters has 29 home runs for the AAA Syracuse Chiefs and is only uh, currently playing in his age 23 season and, moreover, has played four-fifths of his games this season at shortstop. Shortstops who hit 30 home runs in the high minors, especially at an age that's more than appropriate for the level, and, moreover, in a park and a league that does not inflate home runs necessarily, uh, these are rare commodities. I talked with Walters before Syracuse's Thursday night game in Pawtucket to try and get a better sense uh, of how he's gotten to this point. Pretty excellent stuff, actually, from uh, from Walters, I'd say. Uh, and let's get to it without any more delay. Uh, this is Fangrass Audio. It features Washington Nationals shortstop prospect, 23-year-old, and very powerful shortstop prospect, Zach Walters. And it begins right now. processes there are for right. how guys get get to their final product. So that's why I'm here to talk with you. Um, because you're doing something offensively this year. I guess that's unique in a couple different ways. Um, and the first of all is just the number of home runs you're, you're putting up. You have 29 now? Uh, not you that say you, so. You've I, lost think, track. I think I try, I try not to look at this. Right. Before, so. So, so the thing about that, though, is that, you know, essentially, like, if you look at all minor leaguers and their home runs, I'll assure you, you have 29. Um, oh, yeah. if you, if, okay. Even if you don't want to think about it. <laughs> um, so the thing is, it's like a bunch of first basemen, and then some guys who are considered like sort of uber top prospects, like Miguel Sano, who's like regarded sort of universally as like a top like eighty power type prospect. Right. And then and then there's Zach Walters, <laughs> right? And, and besides all that, I guess with the exception of Javier Baez, who's a Cubs prospect, yeah, you're the only guy who's playing like a premier defensive position, right? That's a unique package. Um, and I guess my first question is concerns that power because I think there was hints of it last year, but it's you've really nailed it down this year. And I'm, I guess I'm curious, is is this just a question of, like, physical maturity or is it uh, is there, like, a real mechanical change that's going um, Both, yeah. to be honest. I mean, every year guys work out in the offseason and they get stronger and bigger and, you know, start kind of formulating an approach here and there. And I think the big thing for me this year was to work on power. Mm-hmm. Davey told me in spring training, like... Who's that, sorry? Davey, Davey Johnson. Davey, he's yeah. like, you know, you big physical frame. Right. He's like, there's no reason why you can't hit home runs. And I'm like, well, I never really thought about it. Right. You know, I was trying to be a line drive, higher average guy. And he's right. like, well, your average can go down if you hit home runs. I'm yeah. like, well, alright. So that was my big thing is kind of breaking down guys' swings and their path. And it may be a little longer, a little harder, but, you know, squaring it up. I, think right. I know I have like a ton of extra base hits. Yeah. But my big thing this year was just focusing on my power and trying to figure out, like, 
you know, what can I do with it here and there? And that's why I wasn't so much worried about my average. I've always hit high, you know, 200, 300. Right. But this year it's like 250, two, almost 260, something like that, and more home runs. Right. So I wouldn't say I'm surprised, but, I mean, I think Davey's comments kind of gave me a little kick in the butt. That's cool. Now, when did – would he have made those comments to you at spring training? Spring training, or? yeah, oh, when okay, I was cool. in spring training. Oh, that's interesting. And so – and when you say you were sort of looking at some guys' swings or whatever, mm-hmm. are there any guys in particular do you sort of – um, turn to either as no, models no, I, or yeah, well, I mean, being a switcher is hard because right. you, you know you're basically two hitters. Right. Um, but left-handed, you know, you think of home runners, you think of Bonds. You right. know, you think he's of, pretty good. At yeah, it. He's, he's pretty good homer <laughs> here, and uh, just his kind of load and how he really utilizes every ounce of his body into his swing. Right. right. And then, and that's interesting. You mentioned about being a switch hitter, two different swings. Do you have two different swings? Um. They're getting closer, but okay. yeah, they, I've always had two different swings. Right, I actually have more power right-handed. You do, as far as how far a ball can go. But I mean, I have so many more at bats left-handed that it doesn't really play into effect. You know, one for every five, one for every six at bats. It don't. It's hard were, to keep up. Were you one or the other uh, to begin with? I was a right-hander. Okay. Yeah, I was a natural right-handed. Then uh, growing up in Montana, you know, yeah, I was idolized Ken Griffey, and I just messed around one day and. Did you well, have the, like, the straight-up Griffey Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my dad was the one that was like, you know what, just, why don't you try it out? Yeah. And then from there, I kind of went back and forth, back and forth. And then once high school came, I started doing it naturally, you know, lefty against righty. righty okay, so, yeah. so high school was kind of the first time you nailed that down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I assume Legion or whatever Montana's equivalent? Oh, uh, well, for high school I went to, I lived in Las Vegas. So I was, oh, okay. yeah, they had their, I don't even know the stuff nowadays. There's, there's like 15 different leagues, it seems like, like Legion, and there's like, Pony ball and summer ball and travel ball and this right. and that, but yeah, that's when I started. Now, Las Vegas actually is, I think, a, I and mean, that's where Bryce Harper's from, mm-hmm. obviously, but I think besides that, it has a pretty good sort of tradition of high school baseball. They, they have a great program. They do a good job of teaching the game out there. Um, for me, it was just playing. I'm not, I came from Montana. I'd never heard of winter ball. I never yeah. heard of, you know, where you play football and basketball. Right. But yeah, those guys play year round. Any, any place you can play year round, they have pretty good talent, and I think it's overshadowed. At the time, it was by California and Texas and right. Florida. But now with, um, you know, of course, Harper's put it on the map. But with guys coming out of there more frequently, it's, yeah, it's a hotbed. Right. I actually will note that I, I actually got a, my undergraduate degree from the University of Montana. Oh, nice. So I was at Missoula. Where are you? Um, Missoula, yeah, that's uh, the Grizzlies. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I was in Bozeman. I was a Bobcat. Near Bobcat, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, we'll, we'll have a fist fight. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm actually a Grizz fan. So, oh, you are? Yeah. We'll put that aside momentarily. Um, now, another another part of your, uh, your sort of offensive profile is um, – is uh, at least a nerd would look at this would be the the walks to strikeout ratio. Oh, I guess, right? yeah. I mean, that's it. I'd say it's because normally it's been my power's gone up every year, mm-hmm. but my strikeouts have gone up more. Yeah. I mean, I'm an aggressive swinger. I know right. that. Right. But you know, with a harder swing, you're gonna miss a little bit more. Right. Um, it always seems like every year, especially being in the minors, you're trying to work on something. And one year is contact, so then you know, hit like 300, whatever. Next year, it's you know. Doing what the offense wants. I had a ton of RBIs, but my average is so so. Now it's working for power, and power numbers are up, everything's up. Average is down straight. It's like 1 to 10 or something. Yeah. It's outrageous. I mean, <laughs> it, if if it wasn't all right by saying, you know, we're glad you're working on things, then yeah. obviously it would bother me. Well, you seem, you seem cause, uh, and I'll note to our listeners, you seem to be very unanxious about it. Not in the sense that 
you're you're not anxious about your you're unanxious about how good you are as a baseball player, but you're very clearly working on something at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's on my third year. I, I of course I have to work on stuff. I'm trying to you know not just get there, but make a name for myself. Right. And uh, man, I'm sure ball players will know when someone tells you to do something and you're grinding, working in the minors and the right. bushes, you're going to do it. You're going to do it. <laughs> so. right. Yeah, of course. Um, so, so in terms of the, the swings and misses this year, is it is it mostly a function? Is it swinging through pitches that maybe if you were taking, you you were focusing a little bit less. Quite a little different swing, or you know, shorter like, swing. And then, you know, this all kind of plays into effect. Like, you know, now that I know a power thing, maybe I do that early in the count. And then mm-hmm. I have a two strike approach, this and that. Like, it's all just kind of putting the pieces together to be that consistent big league. You know, like a, a Michael Young or. A, Derek Jeter, people that idolize because they're so consistent, they right. have such great success. That's the guys you want to be like. Now, in terms of in terms of growing up in the West, because you were born in Cheyenne, I think, is yes. that right? And wow, then, nice. yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I did one piece of research. <laughs> I'm nearly a journalist. The uh, so you were you were in Cheyenne, and then you went, and then uh, where did I, you go after that? I uh, born in Cheyenne. It was only for a year though, so okay. I don't I don't remember anything. Right, yeah. I grew up in Montana in Bozeman, and then my folks and my sister and I we lived. We moved to Las Vegas for high school. Okay. And that was my folks. They wanted to give me a better opportunity for life. And um, went to college in San Diego, drafted by Diamondbacks, traded my first year. Right. And uh, now I'm out on the East Coast. Because I know um, in talking with a lot of players, one thing you always hear is just the importance of repetitions. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, one way to get repetitions is to play all year round, right. which is an advantage you have, California, right. Texas, yeah. you know, uh, Florida, et cetera. And I would assume that in Montana you don't get those sort of repetitions. No, you get you get 20 games, maybe 25. I remember it snowing July 5th for an All-Star game. And that's why it's funny because I felt like high school was, like, kind of opening my eyes. College was, wow, there's a bunch of good guys. Right. And now the Myers is just, like, learning something new every day. Like, there's things still this year I had no clue about baseball. I just I feel like the definition of raw is just playing without any idea. Right. You know, like I say, this raw, t- raw talent, I have no idea. I'm just <laughs> see the ball, hit the ball, throw right. the ball, you know. But it's been a long process, but it's right. fun. I like it. Would you say, so one thing we talk about sometimes is, uh, like, you know, learning curves, mm-hmm. right? And it seems like what you're suggesting is that, given your past growing up in the West, especially the, the, the Northwest, yeah. is that maybe your learning curve is a little bit quicker now just because you're getting so much exposure. I, I mean, I couldn't have said that any better. Yeah. Um, yeah, being around guys and seeing guys that have done it their whole life or they picked up things early. Mm-hmm. And that's I think that's why I love spring training so much. Is you, you had work. You know, you had guys coming from other teams who played other positions or they see the game differently. Right. You know, a guy from Alaska is going to play baseball a little different than a guy from, you know, Panama City or something. Right, right. Just a different style. But even Harper, he's younger than I am, but, you know, the intensity and the passion he plays with. Yeah. Why I know, you know, if you cut yourself off from learning, then... Right. Yeah. yeah, I was. I remember talking with a player who had played in the Rays system. This mm-hmm. guy, Chris Nowak, who played. He was three or four years older than Evan Longoria when right. Longoria came in. And he said he hadn't really learned any more from a player than he had from Longoria, that, who that, basically like took his spot on the roster. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. guys, they just think a different way, and that's what makes guys different and great. You right. know, I'm pretty sure the. You know, the A's who have a lower salary, they're all about, what, what's the term? Sabermetrics. Sabermetrics. Money you know, ball. On base. Yeah, yeah. Guys that produce this and that. Well, you can't really say the same for the Yankees who, that's big. I, I feel like they're just a big power team. You know? Right. Guys that hit home runs, guys that make the plays, all this and that. But right. just different mindsets. So with regard to, so one, one thing I mentioned at the beginning is that the power is pretty great. 
but the power in particular relative to the position you're playing. You're playing a lot of, a lot of shortstop. Now you're playing, um, say about four, at four out of every five starts seems to be a shortstop. Yeah, and then a little bit of third, too. A little bit of yeah. third. How is the, how is the, the development at shortstop going? Um, the development at shortstop? At shortstop, yeah. Shorts, shorts, tricky position. I mean, it's, it's, it's different for me. I'm not a very vocal guy. I'm pretty quiet, which, playing that premier position, guys kind of tend to look at you to mm-hmm. make decisions to be here and there, but as far as development, just, man, making routine plays, knowing where you're going to be, um, it's, it's had some ups and downs. I right. mean, it's different when you concentrate so much on one aspect of the game, hitting, and then try to think about defense real quick, or, the opposite, or vice versa, right. think about defense, and now it's like hitting, it's like kind of give or take. Right. In terms of potentially staying at shortstop mm-hmm. when you get to the majors, do you, do you sense, like, there's one or two things in particular you need to work on, or you are working on this year? You know, if I wasn't working on everything, <laughs> I think it would be kind of silly. Me. Like, for me to – this year I told you about power. When right. I work on power numbers, you know, really hitting the ball hard, driving yeah. in runs. Um, but I, it kind of excludes parts of your game. So, you know, if you're hitting a bunch of extra base hits, you're right. not going to steal a whole bunch of bags. Right. Maybe it's the first year I haven't got over, like, 10 or something. Right, right. And then for defensively, you know, if I want to work on making the routine play, then maybe a few here and there in the hole, maybe I'd just catch and keep my glove. Right. And just everything. I, I, Not really anything I want, I want to work on in particular. Right. Just everything in general. Just re- it sounds yeah, like absolutely. repetitions is what it's about. For me, I think that's the biggest thing, too. Right. I told you, I... Still learning baseball to right. this day. And now I'm talking to you on August 29th, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, September roster expansion is sort of around the corner. Do you, do you have a sense of, of the, the Nationals' plan for you in that case? You know what? I wish I knew if the Nationals wanted to keep me around or not. I have no idea. They're they're <laughs> unfortunately they're very good about that stuff. Keep it quiet. I, it's it's it. You know, it's probably good guys, for them in the long run. Yeah, yeah. it's. Yeah. It, I mean, they're you know they're very business savvy they know what right. to do it you know Rizzo does a great job yeah but uh man it, it I'm not gonna lie a couple guys have been talking around it's you know uh, you're trying not to think about that stuff yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. it's my most political answer yeah <laughs> that's very good yeah well I have to tell you it was the reason I've been spending some time in the visitors clubhouse at Fenway and oh, okay. uh, if, if you are called up that's one that's one uh Clubhouse that I think even couldn't fit forty people in it. It's really? Like, oh, it's, it's tiny. Old, it's older, older oh, field. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I understand that. Yeah. Exactly. But that um, that field has history, though. Yeah. Oh, it's, okay. it's really it's a lot of fun to go to. Yeah. Anyway, I hope you go there someday, and uh, thank you for chatting I with me. We're you. shaking hands. This Absolutely. is being documented as well. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot, Zach Walter. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, thanks a lot. Yeah. Appreciate it.